0: What if you could unlock the secrets to an overall inner peace? How much better would you feel if you could tap into God's perfect source of balance? These are questions that I've been seeking my entire life. Hi there. I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I invite you into this journey of theosynthesis. Hello, everyone. This is the perfect week to visit this topic. What are you eating? Is it alive or is it dead food? Because we are all entering this wonderful month of December when there are numerous Christmas celebrations and, of course, lots of food. And so many of us will just write off December in the nutrition department and vow to make changes come January in the form of our New Year's resolutions. On this podcast today, I'm going to share with you some realistic eating tips with the focus on what type of foods you choose every day to put into your body. Now, before you bolt from this episode, hang with me as this could prove to be extremely life-changing for you and your loved ones. Here in the United States, our food choices have changed dramatically and unfortunately not for the better. Food has become mass-produced, which means it has less nutritional benefits, it's laden with fillers and chemicals that our bodies just don't recognize, and therefore, our body has to deal with them. So when your body receives an influx of unknown substances, it causes your liver to go into overdrive, and the toxins end up being stored in your fat cells. So therefore, your body becomes taxed as it works on overtime trying to rid itself of all of this junk and gunk in the mass-produced foods. So for today, we're going to focus on defining food that is dead versus food that is alive. And additionally, we're going to discuss how to eat healthy in a fast-paced world And then we'll end the program with a bit about organic foods. This is such an important topic and there's so much information that I will be doing many, many shows in the future on this topic. So as I was working on my book, Theosynthesis, I did some extensive research regarding the nutritional choices we face today. During my lifetime, I've watched the quality of food slowly becoming less nutritious and more laden with other substances, some with names much longer than theosynthesis, which have always given me a bit of heartburn when I see a product or a foodstuff with so many ingredients that I can't even recognize or even pronounce. What we've seen is food that is highly processed with huge amounts of refined sugars, high fructose, extremely high sodium levels, and the very bad types of trans fats. These ingredients have completely altered and changed the food we eat with extreme detrimental effects on our bodies. We have seen much more emphasis and discussions on gut health, on people with IBS, bloating, gas, all kinds of problems that are emanating from our overtaxed Digestive system. It is an area that I would say even 20 years ago was not as big of an issue. So, in those two decades, what has happened? Well, we're seeing it, you guys. We've seen the food change. Learning then to properly read labels is paramount. And a good rule of thumb is to take a peek at the very first, I would say, first one to four ingredients. If any of the items we just discussed show up in those first four, you can bet the food is loaded with junk. Put it down and simply walk away. So what do I mean by dead food? That simply means food that resembles plastic and chemicals and is completely void of life. If it's been packaged or canned and sitting on the shelves for longer than a week, you can bet it is dead food. All living things have a vibrational frequency and an energy. And as humans, we have our own vibrational frequency. We are normally at 98.6 degrees and therefore we're creating energy in the form of heat. Our vibrational frequency resonates around 68 megahertz when we are at complete health when we become ill our vibrational frequency or energy levels become slower and lowers on that frequency scale It just makes sense you have less energy you're sick you don't feel well and so the more ill you become the lower the vibrational frequency which is just the same as dead or dying food The question then becomes, what are you choosing to put into your body? Food that is life-giving or food that is life-taking? Y'all, this is wildly important. So let's take a look at a live food, which is the best way to look at it is food that is as close to how God placed it on this earth. It has the most nutritional and life-giving properties fresh produce, flash frozen fresh foods, organic meats, fresh herbs and nuts, and also some of the uh, dried organic foods are wonderful. But these provide our bodies with the most nutrition, just as God intended. Food that has not been highly processed is able to be digested, absorbed, and processed into our systems naturally. Your body doesn't have to work overtime to digest good whole foods. You will benefit from the nutrients and the minerals from these foods that your body was designed to be fed and to absorb. Just remember to ask yourself the question, is this food choice dead or alive? Y'all, we only have one life. And as we spoke about in the last shows, your body is a temple and must run at its optimum in order to provide you with vitality and energy. So we're faced then every day with these choices. And you guys, I get it. We live in a frenzied, fast-paced world. We're on the go and we eat on the run. And because of this, more than ever, it is super important that we protect our health. Stress actually lowers our immune system. And when you couple that with poor food choices, now you are compromising your health at an even greater pace. So the good question then is, what does the busy person do? Well, with a little planning, a little research and some discipline, Those good choices can be made. I have three main things for you. First of all, plan your meals. Know your time frame to eat each day and then decide if you need to pack something or scope out healthy choices available at quick food places. For example, Chick-fil-A has the grilled chicken, the kale salad, or the wrap, and these are much better than the fried item choices. If you do have the option to pack a meal, that's the best choice. This will take time, though, to plan each week and to have those healthy foods on hand. The second thing is, know the restaurants that you frequent and what those healthier choices that they have on their menu are. Seek low-sodium, low-fat, and carb-free whenever you can. Choose fresh salads, steamed veggies, and grilled meats. And the third thing is to stay disciplined. Ask for help. Ask your family and friends to help you stay accountable. When others know you are working toward making healthier choices, they will want to help you out. So all of this means you've got to retrain some of those habits that possibly have been lifelong. And that's hard. I I know. I'm there as well. Depending on how long you've been living makes a huge difference on the habits that you have formed. Therefore, making life changes regarding your food choices will take a great deal of desire, discipline, and determination. And if you aren't convinced of the dangers of junk food, it's going to be difficult to make those changes. And sadly, many will not make those changes until they're faced with a major health issue diabetes, cancer, heart attack, stroke, high blood pressure, and so many more. Don't wait until you have to make a change to your nutritional choices because of a health challenge. Start now with realistic baby steps and start to take care of your health day by day. Changes in your diet will need to begin today with a determination to stick to long-term choices. And don't get me wrong. You don't have to give up all of your favorite foods. You just can't have them every day unless your favorite food, of course, is broccoli. (laughs) Be realistic, yet stay vigilant, knowing as you train yourself to make great food choices, your body will begin to change, your energy will increase, and you will experience better health and vitality. So as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, highly processed foods are filled with toxins and chemicals. These substances add zero nutritional value and do nothing more than to make us sick, tired, and overweight. As you make better food choices, you can also do some detox practices to help your body release those built-up substances that are there. You don't need to go out and buy expensive detox kits because there are some inexpensive and easy things that you can do right now. One of my favorite things is every morning I drink a warm cup of water. And of course, good water is important. I'm going to have another show on that. But if you do want to know more about water, Go to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com, and go to my resources, drop-down menu, and you can read about the Kangen water. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, and I will be happy to share that with you, but water is super important. Okay, sorry, I digress. So anyway, you take I take this cup of warm water, and I take a half a fresh lemon, squeeze it in there. Sometimes I add fresh ginger or turmeric. Um, eat to really detoxify and if you can stand it add a splash of apple cider vinegar and it's the kind with the mother i know it tastes horrible but it is super detoxifying sometimes i'll even put in a good organic scoop of honey just to help it all go down better but this warm drink will help you detox and set your day right it really does make a difference another tip is to drink more water every day and as i said before i'm going to have a whole show about water so make sure and go check that out but your cells need water the repair mechanisms the ability to flow through your body properly and deliver nutrients and remove the bad stuff is dependent on the amount of water in your system so it makes sense to drink more water Another thing is to get some bentonite clay. You can get this at the drugstore. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it at CVS. And you give yourself a foot mask. And one of the things I use is, again, the apple cider vinegar. To mix with the clay, it's going to be real bubbly. And you place it on your feet and you allow it to harden. And then once it does that, you simply rinse it off and repeat several times per week. And you guys, it removes junk out of your system. So just doing those three easy easy things can help start getting your body out of a toxic state. And the cleaner your body becomes, the better you're gonna eliminate foods, have better and glowing skin, and experience more energy. Now who doesn't want more energy? My friends ask me all the time, Paula, where do you get all this energy? And my answer is simply to say, I rest, I eat right, and I follow a detox regimen consistently. So, in closing, your health and well-being are vitally important. There are people in your life who depend on you. And don't you desire to feel your best and avoid disease? If you're a parent... You are setting the example for your children and will affect their future health by what you're feeding, what you're serving them, what you're cooking, how you're modeling to them. If you don't have children and are planning on having them, how you care for your body right now will most definitely affect the future generation. This is called epigenetics and I do have a full chapter on that in my book, and it's fascinating, and it's basically talking about how um, we handle our bodies, what we do right now that will affect the next generation. It's a hugely new area of science and genetics that's absolutely fascinating. So, you guys, making healthy food choices is not a fad. It's a choice between what life are you choosing to live and you can determine your future health by making good food choices beginning right now, beginning today. I hope that you will choose life and vitality. And as I've always said in every other recording, you don't have to do everything today. Just make that first one step and set out some goals for you each day, each week, each month to eliminate the bad stuff and bring in the good stuff. You really do have to retrain your brain and your body on what it wants. If you are filled of sugar and carbohydrates, you can tr- be you can trust that your body is craving those things. And you've got to retrain those cravings. And the best way to do it is to start eliminating them and replacing them with the good, beautiful, wholesome food that God placed on this earth for you and for me. So as we come to the end of our show, I hope this topic has resonated deeply within you. And may you take the steps to choose your foods wisely so that you can fully live today. So as we close today, don't forget to send me your questions for my mini podcast, Ask Dr. Paula. Simply go to drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the top where it says podcasts, and then click on Ask Dr. Paula. You're going to leave me your name, your email, and your question, and I want to feature you on one of my shows.